Blog Talk Radio. Um, 
my my only disappointment right now as we are going to be uh, on top of the hour we will talk about the Africa continental free trade area and other it is mm. how a little information is being given to this uh, how little attention is being given to this gigantic uh, initiative for Africa. Zambia has been absent, Nathan. Zambia has been absent. Zambia is always is, absent, Roger. This is a huge, huge thing. If if, if we, we, we just uh, uh, tackle it properly as a continent, it has the capacity of changing even our politics because it is more economical. Once our people they can be free, like uh, mm. the planners uh, are planning, can be free, we can be such to be free even with uh, the, 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 the politics. Well, that is our... Brother Warren, Happy New Year to you. Happy, Happy New Year to everyone. So did you eat uh, some, oh, have we been, uh, is it, ah, uh, I've forgotten the name now. Is it Konza you told me, not, not Kwanza, but Konza, what was the name of that meal? The New Year's oh, meal, Gonzo? that was Christmas meal. Yeah, yeah, well, that's that's generally, you eat that, uh, we eat that throughout the year, but definitely on holidays, but on yesterday, I had cabbage and black-eyed peas. That's a good luck <laughs> meal that's eaten uh, among many people in the southern part of the United States on New Year's Day. So the the cabbage, which is green, uh, represents yeah. the hope for money. And then the black-eyed peas, which is another African hand carry-down of cooking peas, those black-eyed peas with rice. Oh. I thought you, 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 you had cabbage with black eyed peas, the band, right. the singing guys. So it is a food. Right, cabbage, and then you eat the black eyed peas over rice and some cornbread and a type of meat, you know, whatever type of meat that you prepare. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That sounds uh, 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 huge. Uh, so, in our, our plan today, Anathan, with. Um, there is a, 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 a celebration going on right now of Kwanzaa, and uh, uh, Brother Warren is going to lead us. We're going to ask him some questions, uh, how it, uh, th this whole thing uh, started. Uh, before we do that, uh, there are plenty of areas uh, we, we need to tackle uh, this morning. Good morning. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you too. Uh, happy New Year to you yeah. too, Roger. And, yes. Uh, we got we got we got challenged and we got some information that we never knew about uh, the way we have uh, uh, we have a lot of trading neighbors and we need to do something about it. You know. I think I think we we've always known that, but, but if you really think about it. I don't think Zambia has uh, eight. In my account, my account in Nathan, Zambia should have mm. nine neighbors. I think I could be wrong, but she's not very. But, she's not very far. Uh, but don't you? Don't, I'm don't counting you think here: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. 
So we have about nine nine neighbors. Remember grade seven, we were told that we, we had a disadvantage because we were a landlocked country. Yeah. But now yeah. that we are growing up, now we know that um, actually it is a, an advantage because everyone who wants to do trade, yes, if Angola wants to do a business with Malawi or Tanzania, guess or Mozambique, guess where they want to pass? They have to pass through Zambia, and that yeah. gives our 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 hotels, our communication systems some some money. So we 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 had it wrong there. We 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 had it wrong. Uh, so we've always known that. Um, what we are going to tackle somewhere in, in our discussion today is that launch. Uh, you know, it was small. Again, in, in Zambia, it was not even covered. Um, I know friends in, uh, in Kenya, in Ghana, in, especially in South Africa, it was huge. You know, it was huge coverage. And you ask someone who is in trade here, Nathan Tisoma, they didn't hear about it. They didn't know. Yeah. Oh, no. It's, it's... It's no, it's it's, no, no, it's no. amazing. You you know one of the yeah. things that she she mentioned when she talked about us being surrounded by those neighboring countries. Yeah. Uh, I think two hundred and fifty million people customers. <laughs> two hundred and fifty million customers, and and yet we want to export to Europe and the America. I've never yeah. understood so, that. This, uh, and there is one aspect where I, I always argue uh, it's good Dr. Kajira is here. Uh, Dr. Kajira, I and Leslie Jumbe, we, we teamed up on, on Musaba that he was wrong for advocating that only individuals can make it. Groupings are a, are a drain somehow. They don't make things, things happen. Remember, Dr. Kajira, how we teamed up on you, on myself. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, first of all, uh, Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year to Happy you. Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah. And Nathan, uh, yes. 2020 was the beginning of the decade. So one second into 2020 was the beginning of the decade we're in. So this is not the beginning of the decade. One second, how do you how do you begin how do you begin hour, to count on day, zero? One month, one. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> That's a side joke, uh, Nathan and I was. I know, I that. know. Thanks, I know. thanks. I like that. No, no. Yeah, no, no. Uh, you know what, Roger? As you, as you said, yeah, we had that discussion. No, I mean, we have to know that economies work. In, in, in different ways. There are individuals who come up with ideas and grow uh-huh. into big, mega, you know, multi-million dollar companies. But there are also people who come with like mind, form a cooperative uh-huh. or form a consortium of like-minded people with common skills to actually uh-huh. do well. So uh, I, I totally agree that you can't think monolithic like oh, there's no. only one way to create wealth. There are several ways, and, uh, mm, and uh, several ways. I mean, even all these cooperatives we see the Amazon of this world, they are, they are on the public market. 
it is a, a grouping of individuals who bring uh, $1, $2 here, $1 million mm-hmm. uh, to create all these. Uh, but, uh, yeah, anyway, all these things are, are right. I, I, I think we, we, we can say that. Uh, tomorrow, Dr. Kajira, I meant to call you, but I'll tell you on radio, I'm, I'm hosting this Ghanaian uh, business journalist about the launch mm-hmm. yesterday. I don't know if you had a chance to watch it. It was beautiful. They had this band. I, I, I across, watched only a sports section. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 there was a band across Zambia. or across Zambia. Across Africa. It was, it was just beautiful to see how they brought uh, together. And that oneness, Nathan, it was just melting. It can just melt your hearts. Can Africa come this far? So 54 countries have signed to this agreement. Only mm-hmm. a small country, Eritrea, because of which dictatorship uh, seems very reluctant mm. uh, because they know uh, when they sign up. Uh, at the end of the day, this thing, Dr. Kajira, will mean free movement of people. All the Eritreans will run away. So that's why probably those people don't want to, to sign up. Uh, so tomorrow I'll be hosting uh, Dr. Kajira, this uh, journalist. But the 15 minutes... Uh, you are always showing us to run uh, on Facebook. Uh, there's a segment probably I would, I would love you to log in just to tell us some benefits of uh, exercise, why we need to, to, to hear a little bit more of that. So I'm, I'm dividing it into segments, and yours will probably come last, and you can log in that time. So I've told you on radio, but I'll call you uh, so we can share a little bit okay. more. Yeah, okay. w- wonderful, wonderful. We're, we're starting with a bang th- this year. Um, like I was asking uh, Chisoma, um, a, just buying a piece of land, Nathan, in Zambia, mm-hmm. uh, Warren, you are worried, you are worried, you are worried, you don't know whether it's legit land. How can land not be legit? <laughs> Real estate. <laughs> you know? As it seems, I like how that. can land not be legit? So, Dr. Kajira, like you are saying, putting resources together here, we need to push some form of a, 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 an app where everyone who is selling land should log in into that app. Uh, this land is free of any problem. And probably government will, will hear us. Uh, she's telling us, uh, someone was telling us how uh, ZDA will... That is government, and, and government has failed us. So wh- one of the things, Dr. Kajira Warren, uh, we want to look at here, it is can we develop an app which will allow a Zambian to log in and check this land? I know our land is also not numbered. That is a, a, another entire problem, but probably we can force issues using Google. I don't know. That is one project for 2021. App. To allow people to verify like land is, yeah. I like it too. The next one, Dr. Kajira, we've cried here, uh, Warren. It is how much uh, Zambia and the Congo, they are the biggest trading partners. And yet the mistrust is almost 100% between these two countries. Question is, how can we improve the trust? Uh, the Africa, Africa continental free trade area, it's coming. 
we will also mean the free movement of people. Probably this is why Zambia doesn't want to, to sign, because they are scared the Congolese will come into Zambia. Dr. Kajira, why don't we develop an app? People sign at the border using their eyes, their eyes, they are scanned, go in the country. Mm -hmm. The police stop them. Do you have entry? How many days do you have to stay here? If they lie, they open an app, they look at the phone. The phone will verify when they entered the country and when they are supposed to, to, to leave. That way we can demilitarize that border. We can... Yes, we need more, more, more trade between Zambia and Congo. After all, that is our origin. And yet the mistrust between the two countries is just unreal. That is another project, Warren. Um, but don't go away, Warren, because we're going to talk about Kwanzaa. Uh, but on this Africa free trade area, the African diaspora, which includes the African-American, Dr. Kajira, we are going to be huge. We are going to be big in this thing. That is, if we want, or I don't know. So uh, that is Roger, on top of the hour. Yeah, go ahead. Go, go ahead, although my time is yeah. already gone. <laughs> go ahead, Dr. Kajira. That's where the fear is, Dr. Dr. K, because you see... Roger, Dr. Kajira, you are uh, preempting my, uh, my show on top of the hour, because that is one of the oh, questions. Oh, sorry, my brother, sorry. <laughs> I, I shut up now. Shut up. No, 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 no. You, can, you see, okay. Dr. K, Roger, what Dr. Okay. Kajira is saying is very true, okay? What, what, based on what you're saying, Dr. Kajira, you know what it brings to my mind? Hmm. It brings to my mind our beautiful country declaring we have dual citizenship. When you get to the port of entry, you still pay a visa fee. 
That you see, mm. that's why I say these things don't mm. mean anything. Okay. Mm. I know a lot mm. of people say I shouldn't say it does if you have yeah, not no, prepared according to I, I agree with yeah. you. I agree on the, on the, you shouldn't say that. <laughs> and the reason, Dr. Kajira, this is mm. where you and I, Nathan, especially us who are on radio, I'm going to play a clip on top of the hour mm. to hear how the Kenyans, we are going to need to sensitize, number one. We are going to push our government. We started with Somalia. Mm. She's in ZDA. They don't even know. We are going to push our government. Opening up our borders, in my view, Dr. Kajira, will push some of these small dictators to start to behave. They will, like we saw in Europe, the Hungarians of this world, all those uh, Soviets, they were pushed into be, uh, behaving. Our small economies are failed us. They, they... Anyway, like I said, let's not open because, Dr. Kajira, we today, 16% among ourselves, 16% trade. And we have 60% unemployment, youth unemployment. It's not working. The current status quo is not working. To, to, to Dr. Kajira's concern, South Africa is a huge economy. And here is little, little Zambia in, in a corner to say, oh, I want to protect my... So I, I took my mind, Dr. Kashira, straight to America. How does small Delaware survive and compete with, with Texas? Mm. How does small uh, Rhode Island flourish and compete with California, a ninth economy in the world? This is where we are going to be very, very key with the diaspora, Dr. Kajira. We are going to be very key. Very, very, very but, true. But on the positive side, this, for those of us who are Pan-Africanists, this is what we want. We want to do our this is what we want. orders of little Zambia, little what? We want Africa <laughs> to be one block, one power yes. block. So for the, from yes. that point of view, it may look negative, yes. but it will also release us from thinking small, little country to exactly. thinking larger. Exactly, Dr. Kajira. So that's the good thing. Because, about. you see, South Africa was even more scared of this thing than we are scared. Why? Because they thought everyone now will pour free now into South mm. Africa. Mm. Everyone will come to mm. South Africa. They were more scared mm. than us. Yes. Mm. But if we can answer those questions we are bringing on the table, Dr. Kajira, you, we answer them nicely. We say, ha, ha, ha. now South Africa cannot say you can only bring so many uh, oranges. Now it's free. As many as we can produce, we have to take to South Africa. Now we have to sit together and say, what is the advantage we hold over South Africa? We have better uh, uh, climate than South Africa. We have more rains. We have uh, a lot of water than South Africa has. So we are going to be very, very, very smart and say, what advantages do we hold against this neighbor, that neighbor, which we can exploit? Anyway, Roger, I like I said, it will, it will force us to become innovative, Roger. Plus, you, you see, uh, <laughs> the beginning of one currency, one currency. We are going to yes. go to that one at the top of the hour. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
by 20 yeah, on top of the hour and tomorrow actually I'm in, I've invited this Ghanaian Nathan Ghanaian uh, business journalist who was part of the the launch is going we are going okay. to go alive uh, uh, tomorrow so put a little bit more notes down Dr. Kajira uh, as we do the discussion uh, tomorrow this thing even Zambia Block Talk Radio we can find our niche we can find our role to start to disseminate uh, information, uh, who knows? Maybe even begin to make uh, uh, some money. Uh, Brother Warren, your radio yeah. is going to be very, very, very critical to the African Americans yeah. yeah. to talk about opening up. Uh, the, now you don't need to go to Zambia and have an agreement to Tanzania, an agreement to this one, an agreement. You will be making only one agreement. If you enter Senegal, you have entered Zambia. You have entered Tanzania. You can't beat that. You can't beat that. So you're going to be big, uh, uh, Brother Warren. Anyway, some stories. Uh, so you can tell anyway, I, I came prepared and I'm hot today. Um, some, some stories in the United States. Uh, before we talk about Kwanzaa questions. The election is still uh, Nathan, there are some <laughs> states, there's some states which are shutting down prisons in America because oh. of COVID. And um, the thing is, it is not because of uh, the, the prisoners are dying. You know, those numbers, they are not telling us. They are hiding from us. Because the the prison uh, uh, poli police, what do you call them? Uh, prison guards. Prison so guards. Are, they are mm. not showing up for work. Oh. Yeah. So now they, they are shutting down uh, uh, some of the uh, the prisons. Uh, Rhode Island did it the other time. Uh, New Jersey was freeing up a lot of uh, 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 prisoners who have been in prison for a long time or their, their sentences are too long or they did uh, minor stuff. But, Brother Warren, my thinking is that, well, this is where uh, COVID-19 is an equalizer. Here is mm -hmm. a lot of my people you've locked up in jail for no reason, absolutely just for business. Now, mm -hmm. COVID is a... I was happy about it, because face it or not, 80% of American prisons are filled by black people. And some mm -hmm. of the reasons which are there, to me, even good and bad reasons, I think the, the black man uh, is in jail in America. Um, it's part of the injustice of the criminal justice system. So... Mm -hmm. I was happy about that. I don't know if you want to comment, Brother uh, brother Warren. No, I uh, don't know much about that particular story in terms of uh, what you mentioned specifically about the shutdown of the prisons. I would have to get more info uh, about that. Of course, there are a whole lot of things occurring, you know. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. What came to your mind, uh, either Nathan, uh, Dr. Kajira here, if you saw the story, Brother Charlie, 
There is this young black uh, teenager accused of stealing a cell phone by this lady uh, in the hotel. Uh, now tables have turned, have turned around against the, the lady because they found out the phone number one was the boys, and the father is an artist, he's quite a rich guy, so he could afford, uh, uh, he could afford a phone. Number two, her phone was found with the Uber Uber driver brought the the, the phone. <laughs> but if you if you see the clip on uh, on CNN, how uh, she, the, the young boy is only I think twelve or fourteen is traumatized. Is told you have uh, stolen the phone. My mind was again. I don't know. Maybe I'm just becoming too sensitive. Uh, but. It was telling me this is what it means to be in America. Was I wrong? I need help. I, I think that uh, what was interesting about that story is that, from what I understand, the woman had checked out of the hotel like three days before. And so uh, for her to think that her phone would still be somewhere there was interesting in that she felt she had the authority to uh, approach anyone she felt may have had her phone, but she had received assistance from the management I, I thought was interesting. And I thought people can call their cell phone companies to get a trace on their phone, to actually find out the actual locations of their phone. Because I've, I've seen people do that. When, they, when their phones were missing, they had a plan where they can call the phone company and the phone company can tell them the location of where their phone, their phone is. You see, the point, Roger, that uh, Mr. Warren has made here about uh, the point here is uh, that that issue of entitlement, okay? You see, she walks into that place. I didn't even know that she had checked out three days ago, three days prior. And... Uh, so how did she come up with the idea of this boy when she had left the place three days earlier? And then the other thing, Roger, is that it's important to be sensitive. Don't feel bad about it. You ought to be sensitive. Because if you stop being sensitive, then people are going to run all over you. And it, it, it actually brings that alertness, in my opinion, to a place mm. where you don't just allow things to slide. No, we are, like just, we are not going to let, we are not just going to let things slide anymore. This is not 1982. This is 2021. Mm. Yeah. Um, Roger. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You know, um, you know, for me, it just underscores one thing, like a conversation I had with one of uh, uh, my evangelical, white evangelical preacher friends. And usually I stayed quiet. He made the mistake of inboxing me about it, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, and all that. And my answer was simple this to him. No, I didn't want to go into the argument of how good or bad Black Lives Matter is. I said, look, at the end of the day, I cannot ignore and pretend that I am not black. There I'm you a black go. man living in America. I am raising a black son and a black daughter. So the things that we see, it could be my son tomorrow. It could be my daughter stopped by a cop who has to behave, conduct themselves differently from a white person. If you and I are walking down the street, something goes wrong, the police will instinctively 
look at me before they look at you. You know, so we, we are, how come every black person fits the profile in every case? Exactly. You know, so exactly. we, we have to be, continue being sensitive to it. But the challenge that I have personally is um, or making a conscious effort to instill in my children that, yes, we have white racist people. And we have those that are good and are good people who treat you right. You judge each person as they come. But when a child is faced with a police officer or anybody walking up to them like that lady, how could that child tell whether that lady is a good person or is a racist or going to wrongly accuse them? You can't. Mm-hmm. So as black people, we have to instinctively, when you see, uh, when you're in any situation, there are things that we know in a group of people that are going to pick me first. You know, mm. um, and unfortunately, exactly. this is what the media has done in playing a role on our mind psychologically. Because even me, as a black person, when I go into a predominantly African-American situation, I'm a little bit on edge. Because in the movies, all I've seen for many years is when you're in an African neighborhood, there's drugs and guns. You could be a drive-by shooting any time. They, they are most likely to steal from you or do A, B, C, D. Oh, that's all we have been fed. So even the white people, they may say, I'm a good person, I like everybody, but when they get into a pinch like that, instinctively they think it must be the black person. Because their wanna, minds have also been conditioned. Yeah. I want to add to that. You know, coming up here in, the, in this country, whenever our parents would take us to uh, malls, shopping malls, there, there was a particular way we had to act. Now, we, when we were children, we did what children did, but we were, our parents did not allow us to run around the malls like many of the white kids and kind of scream. And you know what kids do? Because, mm-hmm. you know, it was always known that, you know, you would, be, uh, of, you would be targeted for some sort of accusation of, of, of taking something or whatever. So our, our parents always was protective. But also living in America, and, and, and again, I want to clarify, this situation, wherever you have black people living, wherever black people are in the minority for the most part, you have these situations. I, I stayed in London for one year. You have the same thing in the U.K. You have black people oh, yeah. uh, beat up by oh, the yeah. police, the same thing. But here in America, uh, yes, you can go in, a, you can go in certain neighborhoods that are considered not safe where blacks are the majority and you have to be careful but you also have to be cognizant that if you're in white areas particularly in a sensitive political situation whether it's a discussion about race that's nationwide or the situation now with Trump you have to be careful too because those white people are looking for somebody to vent their anger on at any moment oh yeah so, oh, yeah. so black people, American blacks, usually tell each other, uh, "You better watch yourself on these highways. You better watch when you go in these places. You better watch me because these these white folks are mad." This is kind of how we talk off the record, you know, <laughs> because you will be if you're in a predominantly white environment in in the in the political situation at the moment is intense, whether it's a police shooting. Whether it's a, whether they're riots, whether it's whatever Trump said or, or Trump, these people are angry. 
Now, I remember my father told me when the first Black uh, Lives Matter situation occurred, what, that was 2015, 2016 or something, he had an exterminator over at the house. In other words, the company my father contracted with was an exterminator over on a regular basis. Well, he had to call a company and say he didn't want the man to come by anymore because the man out of the blue, white guy, started just talking about Black Lives Matter. Here he is at a customer's wow. house, and he just couldn't help himself because he was in the black person's house, and he had to go off. So, And when they go off, this is the thing a lot of blacks don't understand. When whites go off, you might be in a very bad situation and a situation where you can get harmed and you don't even expect it. Now, we're looking for the black neighborhood. We're looking around for them to do something, you know, breaking your car. But a lot of times we around a lot of these whites and our guard is completely down. And out of the blue, somebody comes and approaches with something and depend on that could be your life. I like uh, uh, what all of you have said, uh, uh, especially Bernadette, when you say we suit we suit that profile of uh, someone who is just about to steal. <laughs> Doctor Kazila, uh, I, I okay, I feel for you. You are you are a doctor, and then you you enter some uh, a lift or elevator then there is a lady there trying to hide her back and there you are you are a doctor and i'm not sure how you are going to explain to yourself to those people and say you know what <laughs> i can fix your heart you know I, I, and yet we always ah it was so painful it was it was it was yeah, really painful to see that and that thing has really continued uh, it is an everyday thing we we live. Um, Okotox, where I live, is uh, a middle class uh, a place. Uh, therefore, so if you are black, you found here in a, a it's almost high end a place. If you are black, then you must be a doctor because you you should not afford to live. You can't afford to. <laughs> <laughs> so those are most of the questions I've received. Are you a doctor? <laughs> oh, okay. So if I'm not a doctor, I can't live here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. That is that's the reality. You should just say I own a radio station. <laughs> oh, very soon. This thing is going. It's going to... Ah, Dr. Kachari, I wanted to go something before we start something else here. No, 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 just saying the example you gave about being in a lift with a patient and they think you are the cleaner, uh, those kind of things happen all the time. You go to a conference where the majority of people are white or Indian or Chinese and you are the few, maybe one, two, three, and they assume you you, you, you are maybe a tech, you, you can't be a doctor, you can't be a specialist in echocardiography, you can't. So, you know, we've, we've faced those kind of situations where we have had oh, to... Doc, oh, you're just supposed to be at the, you're supposed to be at the desk doing registration. <laughs> yes, or, or serving the meals to, to the delegates, right. you know. Yeah, mm. so it's... Um, but, you know, that's part of the reason uh, I'm passionate about 
joining groups like ADDI because in the end, we will only be respected if we as black people take charge of our own futures and show the world that we are one, capable, we are equal to them or better, and that we can be organized, we can be uh, productive. So it's about economics. It all comes down to economics. Mm. Once we get hold of our rights, why should other people look down on us? The problem is because we were enslaved from the beginning, colonized, they took away the tools of us to hold the economy, mm. you know, and that's why we are kept. You were giving me example. I think like Charlie and Warren were talking about uh, being in a predominantly black people, a black area. That's where they say there's more crime. Why? Because the economics are, uh, are working against us. Right, right. Read everything from uh, lack of education to lack of. Mm-hmm. So they've done it so cleverly, and that's why we are where yes. we are. But you know what? We will stand tall and fight it. Thank you. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I like that example. I, I, I was giving to uh, that example to my son, Dr. Kajira, as well. Uh, how I said, you know, in my workplace, we are in a department. We are four of us who run their own mm. shift. Two are black, two are white. And I was guaranteeing mm. my son, I can guarantee you, we are paid very, very differently. And that is a system they have created which will allow me not to live in Okotox, but to live in Northeast. Mm. 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 But I work with these guys. And the red man, mm. the four of us run a shift on our own, not uh, with the help of the other. We run on our own. But guess what? A mm. white man is paid more. And that's how these poor neighborhoods are created. It's not that the people who live there, they want to live there, or they've created uh, these neighborhoods. But this is what the guys have, have, have done. And I was saying to my son, this is why you see me push you every day. Finish your programming. This is different from anything else. It will make you to work and live in a, in a better place. Other than that, mm. if you just go to uh, ordinary jobs, you will be paid less than... Anyway, I don't know if we... we Roger, we, can I come in for, for, for a second? Sure. Roger. Yes, uh, go ahead, um, go ahead. I agree with, uh, I agree with uh, everything uh, we are saying, and uh, as a diaspora... And the people have moved, and uh, we live in the communities that uh, 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 they have welcomed, which you said there's the good people and there's the bad people. At the same time, let's back it up with history, and let's read history. And uh, I'm not saying these things does not happen, you know. I'm fan of uh, uh, reading uh, the early settlers. Uh, just like a week ago, we were getting out with some friends, and we... Watch the movie Amazing Grace, and uh, I don't know how many people have watched that uh, that uh, uh, movie, uh, Amazing Grace. Not only black people go through this, uh, 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 what you guys are going through. I mean, what what we are going through, you know, it is with every every community. We just finished talking about uh, Chisoma, talking about uh, the grouping. It is happening in Africa. It is happening in, in Zambia. 
but let's take it in education where and let's keep fighting it, you know. But let's not de- de- demonizing. Let's weigh, let's go in a way of encourage those who are at the, who are helping us in these communities uh, that we are living in. Uh, we don't share ancestry. We don't share uh, colors, but they do welcome us, and we have a lot of fun uh, in, uh, when we get together. And uh, Roger, you put it right about the movies, uh, the way it has portrayed uh, African Americans. Uh, yes, uh, it's right now that some of us we are, we feel very comfortable and find out that our brothers they are very good people, man. When you get to know these uh, these guys, uh, you know. Um, you remember when I was sick, uh, someone was uh, in trouble with the law, and he had, uh, you know, when the first time I came to him, I was very, you know, but when I was sick, man, he came in hospital and sat beside me, two African-American brothers. They came in hospital and sat with me, man. Oh, I tell you, you know, but if you met them in the street, you would have said, uh, what? Uh, you know, but... Let's back it up with history and uh, let's read. You know, I'm a fan of uh, 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 Roger Williams. You know, he's a white guy, but he, he wanted to be thrown out of the the, uh, uh, the Puritans because of his radical radicalness. So uh, we are in a great nations, and we are living. We are standing on uh, on uh, 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 great people, black and white. So it's a good discussion. Some of us, I think this is what is leading us to be uh, pan-African, like uh, uh, Dr. Kajira has has said, uh, Layama. When you land in in Africa, you land in Zambia, uh, Brother Chad will tell you the, the, the feeling is so different because nobody is looking at you like you are going to steal something. They just look at you as a human being. It is so, so different. We go to Zambia. Uh, the, the Zambian government is scapegoating uh, the, some junior officers for the killing of uh, civilians uh, there. But we continue to demand that you cannot fire the deputy headmaster for a failing school. Uh, then you leave the headmaster uh, on the throne. So either Mr. Lungu fires Kampiongo and Kanganja, uh, there is nothing he is doing. But the killing of the lawyer, uh, the, the stray bullet, so to say, we don't know where it was aiming, uh, but here are civilians who are standing and you aim a bullet there. You, you, somebody is going to die, that is for sure. And these are some of the things when we discuss the Africa uh, free Africa, a continental free trade area, should be sorted out how individual states treat, treat, treat their, their, their people. Uh, in a few minutes um, here, before we look at the Africa uh, trade area, Brother Warren and Dr. Patrick is here. Good morning, and uh, Dr. Casoso. Talk to, talk to us, uh, Brother Warren. When was uh, the, the is it Kwanzaa? Kwanzaa, yeah. When was mm-hmm. uh, Kwanzaa formed or created? Kwanzaa was uh, formed in 1966. We got to put context to this era. This is 66. the height of the civil rights movement. 
Yeah. Yes, 1966 it was formed. Uh, it's, this is the height of the civil rights movement. And mm-hmm. what happened, what, what's happening in the civil rights movement is you have a more assertive phase of the civil rights movement called the Black Power Movement. Now, Malcolm X dies. He's killed in 1965. And what Malcolm X does for a lot of people, he introduces a lot of people again to the struggle, the liberation struggles in Africa and other so-called third world countries. So the younger population who participates in the NAACP, SCLC, SNCC core organizations began to become a little bit more, as young people do, a little bit more assertive. And they begin to identify the movement with the African liberation struggles. So they're influenced by Patrice Lumumba. They're influenced by Che Guevara, Fidel Castro. They're influenced by these things. And so there's a element within this black power uh, 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 movement that put emphasis on culture, cultural nationalists, they were called, as opposed to political nationalists. So Ron Karinga, uh, whose name now is Maulana Karinga, was the head of an organization called US, US, US. And their group was like the premier cultural nationalists, where you adopt African names, you identify with African cultures, you wear African clothing. And so Ron Karinga, as his name was at that time, uh, looked at some of the uh, festivals in Africa, the harvest festivals that were celebrated in different parts of Africa, and he developed a celebration he felt that would be something that Africans uh, in the United States, because, see, we're embracing this word black, Negro and colored is no longer acceptable. We're taking a negative word like black, and we're affirming a positive in the name. And uh, there's even friction in families. There's even friction in families on whether you use black or colored or Negro, because in my family, you had that kind of debate. So there's this stronger identification with Africa. Not that it didn't exist before, but, you know, now you have television, and now you have uh, things so people can see around the country, these images. So black people are wearing afros. They're embracing their natural hair. Black women are embracing their natural hair. They're wearing afros. We have our own little slogans, power to the people, black power, black is beautiful. I mean, it's a real, real high, exciting time. And so this celebration basically was to create a unique Black American celebration to focus on our experience and a way to rebuild ourselves for a new arising. So the Kiswahili language, having been influenced by Julius Nyerere and all the Pan-African existence in Tanzania, the Swahili language was was used as the as an African language for Black people in America to use. So Malana Karinga. Uh, use Kiswahili words. So the word Kwanja is supposed to mean uh, the first fruits of the harvest. And then you had the Nguzo Saba, which means seven principles. And then the seven principles, uh, the celebration starts on December 26th 
and it ends on January 1st. And then this, each day represents a principle. So the first principle is umoja, which means unity, to strive for and to maintain unity in the family and community. Kuchijakalia, self-determination, to define and name ourselves. Ujima, collective work and responsibility to build and maintain our communities together. Ujama, cooperative economics, to build and maintain our own stores, shops, etc. Nia, purpose, to make our collective vocation the building. Kuumba, creativity. And Imani, faith, to believe with all our hearts in our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. So here you have principles around which people should develop and organize themselves to make themselves whole from an inhumane, degrading system that we lived in. And then Kwanzaa, by the way, is celebrated in the U.K. I understand it's celebrated in some Caribbean countries and in some African countries over the years. Now, Ron Karinga becomes Maulana Karinga, who becomes a professor of black studies in California. I forget which particular college in California. Uh, he does a lot of speaking engagements. Uh, he had some controversy in his earlier years, uh, having been arrested for charges of beating and torturing women. That's when he was in his younger years. But he, uh, you know, oh, and by the way, you have to remember the FBI. The FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, and their program called COINTELPRO, which meant counterintelligence program. It was designed to destabilize and eradicate radical groups. Dr. King was considered radical. The NAACP was considered radical. And their papers, you were able to read their papers as being published in the book, and you would see the type of things the FBI had, in, had informants in these organizations uh, creating problems and situations, getting people killed, getting people assassinated. It created confrontation among black groups. So you had a situation where us, Karinga's group, us, uh, fighting with the Black Panthers. All of that was instigated by the FBI, by the U.S. government. So that's a very exciting time to go back to in the, in the mid to the late 60s. And when James Brown in 1967 came out with his song, Say It Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud. Oh, boy, that just, <laughs> that just changed everything for, for a lot of black young people. So this, the, young, the young people of the 60s was now going for the psychological change that had been on black people's minds and consciousness and to break those chains and to embrace yourself, love yourself. And when we saw hip-hop music, in the 80s developed, it was a renaissance of that era of the mid to the late 60s and early 70s, the hip-hop in the 80s and the 90s. And then the Afrocentric movement in the 80s and 90s that black people began to focus on African history, particularly that of ancient Egypt, ancient Egypt as an African civilization before the Arab migration and conquest. So it's a whole lot to take on, but that's what Kwanzaa, that's the context in which Kwanzaa was developed as a way that black people have some principles around which to organize and mobilize themselves to be made whole and competitive in the world. 
Okay, thank you for that uh, uh, nice <laughs> presentation there, uh, Brother Warren. Um, I, I've heard about it, uh, Kwanzaa. I never knew it was a celebration of uh, first uh, first harvest. Uh, mm -hmm. we, we have it uh, in in Zambia. Uh, my mm -hmm. tribe, Kaunda tribe, I think. What do we call it? Uh, Doctor Kajira, do you remember what it's called when they do our celebration back home uh, in Kasempa? Uh, for what? For for for, um, for harvest. Good yield. The first harvest. No, yeah. I don't know if it's good uh, yield, but it's for first first yield. Uh, there's a celebration uh, where I, they. Yeah, I really don't know. Sorry. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll find out. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. What well, what Karinda did was he studied traditional African cultures. I understand Southern Africa was one of the areas like South, what is South Africa today, and he looked at those harvest festivals as a way. And he picked the time, the time yeah, he picked, yeah, by the yeah. way, they, after they, Christmas. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, there, there are a lot of them, actually, uh, harvest uh, yeah. uh, celebration, even... Uh, I think the Rwapraam, I, I don't know if he, uh, the Rwapraam is also, the Kazembe one, Wachari, is that one also uh, harvest, or is it just an annual celebration? Uh, you see, but, but Roger, the thing is, most African tribes have at harvest time there were celebrations that went with it. Yeah. So yeah. you're going to find that That's all the tribes point. in Zambia will have a celebration around harvest yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we have, remember, we yeah. grew crops according to the rain pattern. So the rain came once right. a year, then the harvest came. So that was a special okay. time. Now we're not going to be hungry because there's food. So you 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 yeah. find those celebrations there. Yeah, Doctor Patrick, you wanted to jump in. Okay. Um. So yes, keep, yes, keep, keep your, your, your next answers short because you've given us. Uh, Dr. Patrick, you were saying something? Yes, yes. I just wanted to add on to Brother Warren's presentation. He's 100% mm -hmm. on point. Uh, the only, only two bits I would like to add is the merging of two questions that, that float in the air. Uh, with regards to Brother Ron Karinga. Brother Ron Karinga, as Brother Warren aptly mentioned, that his career uh, started out um, in sundry, unsundry conditions. And it is, it is believed in various circles that his, his, um, his, his situation gave rise to to his presence in the in the movement in the black movement there's black movement with respect to the 60s and the black movement in respect to the 70s and they said he had an uh, ameliorating um condition in which he was able to absorb the militancy of the blacks in the 60s and culturalized it to mute it to a degree in which it didn't expand into radicalism uh, stages as which the FBI wanted to 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 slow down. So 
when the when the Quantic came about or was developed, it developed and it muted a lot of the radical uh, black movement. And then when you got into the 70s, there was another radical black movement, and it had to do with the literature, black literature. You had a great deal of individuals that wrote uh, protest poems and, and protest books. And the, the Nikki Giovannis and the Sonia Sanchez's, uh, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the, Dr. Benji Kanan and uh, Dr. John Henry Clark, uh, they began to mobilize to, to speak power to the literature minds and acculturations. And Brother Ron Karenga reappeared. And when he reappeared, he reappeared in the conference that was held in Africa. And when this conference, um, the conference, uh, similar to what happened in the 60s, were ameliorated and softened and it diffused. So uh, they're saying in the Ethernet, which has to do with um, Brother Ron Karinga, he's, he's an individual uh, that is put in positions to blunt the the radical and the strong movement of black power. So whenever something of that nature comes up to awaken black mindsets, yeah. unfortunately, they say Ron Karinga appears and, um, and makes this less than what it could have been. So <clears throat> let's give it to Brother Ron Karinga with respect to Kwanzaa, and then let's just Keep an eye on um, things that has happened as a result of his presence. Okay. Um, we've run out of time. I had a lot of questions. I don't know if we started in the wrong way. Uh, something uh, took <laughs> our, our time off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we'll, we'll continue to see all the seven. I, I, I did uh, studying on the uh, the light up is it the seven candles uh we we, we shall continue at some uh, 15 minutes each time uh we we, we as we go, as we go as we go forward um dr Casonso is here uh is the one who also thinks that the africa a continental free trade area should first um uh, the member countries uh, should fix uh, their local economies, uh, their, uh, their smallness, they fix it. Uh, I'm of the view that will probably never happen if we, if we did that. Mm. Um, the way it is right now to force the bull by its horn uh, probably has a good chance of, uh, of working. So the Africa Continental Free Trade Area was launched yesterday. It was glamorous, uh, not only by African standard. Uh, I like the opening. The, the, um, the band was across Africa on Zoom. Across, you can blame COVID, Dr. Dr. Kajira, all you want, but COVID has given <laughs> us something we never, we never thought we could have. You know, people were in Egypt with... Uh, uh, violin, someone was in South Africa with drums, someone was in Senegal, and it was beautiful. 
The Africans are calling this a game changer, Dr. Patrick. Africa free continental trade is a game changer, and I see it that way. Of course, there's going to be caution why ABCD. One of the questions today we are asking and we want to push our government is why they are behind. There are 55 countries in Africa. 54 have agreed, have signed the agreement to be part of the Africa uh, continental free trade area. 54 have signed. One country has said no, and we know why. That is Eletria. Out of the 54, only 31 has ratified, meaning they have given consent to participate, to start dealing. So others, nothing, have only agreed in agreement. Others have ratified, we are ready to go. And Zambia is missing. The question we are asking <laughs> is, why? Well, we know why. Why? But, so this is where we are. Small clip. This is the, the Ghanaian president. Listen to what they are doing in Ghana as far as the Africa continental free trade area is concerned. How excited they are in Ghana because they know this is a game changer. It will, it will cut the unemployment in I don't know. It's a game changer. Africa today, uh, our trade is only 16% amongst ourselves, only 16%. We take all our money outside Africa to enrich the, the, the British, the Europeans, the, the, the Chinese, the Americans, but we refuse to keep our money within our borders. Ghana is excited. Here is a clip before I throw everything now to the Mimbulus here on the, on the platform. For us in Ghana, we have embraced fully this partnership between government and the private sector to ensure maximum benefit is derived from the AFCFTA. Indeed, a series of public sensitization forums across all 16 regions of the country have been organized to update the private sector on the implementation of AFCFTA protocols, the operational requirements for effective trading in the market, and preparations for the start of trading. Public education will be intensified further after the start of trading. You hear nothing what they are doing in Ghana? Yes, I do. I do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I know you don't want me to say this. You see, why are they why are the other countries skeptical? And here is our problem as Africa. Uh, I'll say this, Roger. I'm really trying to be very objective and positive entering into this year. And then I'm also going to be very objectively honest with situations. Um, what happened to Sadiq? Uh, what, what about... Uh, I hope they're not just adding on the pile of other existing economic blocks in Africa. ECOWAS. What happened to the East African trade, whatever? Well, Nathan, Nathan. Can I answer Nathan. that one? Mm -hmm. uh, go, go ahead, Dr. Uh, Dr. Kashira. Go ahead. 
I'm not, of course, I'm not pretending to be an economist or an expert in all that. I think the Casonsos and the others will, will add the meat. But uh, to answer your question, Michael, all these things have been existing, ECOWAS, SADEC, uh, and East African Trade Block, etc. But guess what? The statistics show Africa, intra-Africa trade is only 16 to 18%. All right? So we are... We are, we, are, uh, we are trading with the outside world, maybe 70, 80%, and very little within our, ourselves, despite, despite those blocks. So what they're trying to say is, let's open it up, have one customs union, same rules across the continent, open it up, open, cut the red tape, open mm-hmm. up the market so that we can flourish. Because what we to do is to, to stimulate productivity, to stimulate manufacturing. If, if you know as a product which I can sell across Africa and it will be easy to do it, you, you easily get into it. We'll form millionaires and billionaires in that. It will be good for the continent. So anyway, that's the answer to your question. Absolutely, Dr. Gajira. Absolutely. I worked. totally agree with you. Here's my thing. I hope we'll start buying oil from Angola instead of Iran or Iraq or Saudi Arabia. There you go. There you go. I said I hope we'll start buying oil from Angola. Don't even try and say I hope. There you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's what you you need to say. That is what... Because now, Nathan, we'll be forced to... ECOWAS, Nathan, if you heard about Mm -hmm. uh, how... France had uh, a hold on some of the uh, former French colonies. They were using, uh, they had to deposit their money somehow in the French system. They had to to use the franc because of ECOWAS coming together. France has been thrown away. East Africa, don't even go there. If you do the studies, what the friends in East Africa have done, you don't need a passport to go to Tanzania. You don't need a passport to go to Rwanda or Kenya or move your goods here and there. You don't need that. They are way ahead. When you come to the south, to the south, we have, I just knew now that we have two groupings there. There is one where Zambia belongs, the Sadiq. Mm. Uh, and then there is a, a small one, uh, South Africa, Botswana, belongs to that one, a few countries. It is very, very functional. So okay. the, common, the common denominator dysfunction, it is Zambia, it seems. <laughs> so I don't need a visa now to go to Nigeria, right? You know that I need a visa to get into Nigeria or Ghana. That is where we are going. That is, this is why this thing is huge. The guys are serious yeah, in huge. this thing, Nathan. It's huge. It's huge. The guys yeah. are serious. They are not playing. The people in this thing are not playing. Yeah. If you had uh, your ECOWAS, I know ECOWAS has submitted their, what they are calling the ratification as a group, uh, their uh, tariffs uh, grouping uh, agreement. Uh, East Africa has. Again, that small group I talked about in South Africa, uh, Botswana and them, they have. The only remaining part with a, uh, a problem is Sadiq. 
and Sadiq has, I think as everyone is running away from Maswa Kasonso because of, uh, I think we are radio, we are, we are credit, our credit and worthiness. I, I think that's why they are running away from us. I, I don't know what the problem is. I don't know what the problem is. Uh, uh, yeah. Roger. Roger. Go, go ahead, Zenva Kasonso. Yeah. I think that it is important that the first initial steps are taken because exactly. if we don't start, we will keep talking about it. But look, even when you look at the yes. states in America, when when they begin to form the union, some of those states that wanted to remain behind and remain independent, besides the act of war and fighting, also economically they began to see that, look, it's more of an advantage for us to be a part of this. State. Exactly. So sometimes when the wheels begin to turn, in some of these other regions in Africa, the ones that are lagging behind will begin to realize that, wait a minute, if we were a part of this thing, our oil would be cheaper than having to get oil all the way from the other guys. I like that. trade with Angola. I like can that. trade with Nigeria, and it's going to end up being cheaper than what other people are doing. So economically, um, some of we may not be able to see it today, but we'll see it with time. The second part is this. Countries are going to be forced to begin to say, okay, what can we do to be productive and be able to earn income in this arrangement with these, our neighbors, and to be a part and parcel of, of this? That's why here you find that almost every state is known for something. Even if you say ours, we are Vegas, all we are is tourism. You are going to maximize on your tourism production, make sure everyone anywhere in America wants to go to Vegas at least once in their lifetime. You know, so in the long term, there will be growing pains. And that's why I always say, if we are going to develop, we're going to have to be prepared to go through those growing pains. No child yes. begins to run without ever having skinned his knees yes. from falling. Yes, 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 yes. I was shaking my head, Brother Charlie, as you were talking. Uh, a lady Soma was here. She told us we are surrounded by eight neighbors, 250 and yet, yes. sometimes it can take as much as two weeks to enter into, into Congo. Mm-hmm. The trucks to enter into Congo. What kind of nonsense is that? Yeah. Dr. Kassons, go ahead. <coughs> Dr. Kassons, are you there? Or are you on mute? Okay, Dr. Kasonso. Um, who, who, who wants to, 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 to add, on, uh, add on here? Uh, uh, Dr. Kashira, uh, yes, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Yeah, I was impressed with uh, Nana Akufo Ado's uh, speech, the little clip that you gave, yes. that you shared. Yes. Where he, you can see our Ghanaian colleagues have been working hard. We are talking about uh, sensitization of the population, mm-hmm. uh, informa- yes. education. So they've mm-hmm. been telling their people, this is what's going to happen to tell yourself. The question is, Zambia, what are we doing? And we're just quarreling about shooting policemen, stopping this one from going where. Exactly. You know? So I think we've taken our eyes off the ball. And I think this might be an indictment going forward. Yes. how the government has handled this because it's only later that Zambians will realize oh this is happening and if we, we are we're in there the you dark. go so there's there a lot go. of work that needs to be done and 
Let, let me say this with all due respect to Chisoma. When she was asked on this for her sitting as vice chairman of the DA, not to have really thought through or known about, she knows about it. Ah, that was a knockout, Dr. Kajira. That was the... Yeah, so that might be a reflection on what's going on on the ground, unfortunately. But it's not too late. Um, Yeah, I think we can still pick ourselves like... uh, (laughs) Uh, someone said that, uh, you know, those countries yeah. that have been on the fence, they will realize. But sometimes when you realize it's a little late, your friends are miles away. It will be expensive for you to enter. They will make it yeah, expensive it for you. More. So, yeah. so, it, it, so we need to be pressuring the government. These are the things we should be ah. the president ah. on. Thank you. you know? Yeah, thank yeah. you. Roger, that's what I yeah. also wanted to emphasize. Roger, even through Block Talk Radio, is there a way we can get a government official and say, hey, this is the topic we want to discuss with you? Because then oh, they'll definitely. begin to think about it. And they'll begin to uh-huh. research. Because uh-huh. it could end up like um, Agoa. There are so many advantages that we have in Agoa, which uh, most of us are either ignorant about it or don't know how to take advantage of. You know, so the, if we know the government may not uh, educate our people, how can we put them in a position where they are forced to pay attention to these things? Because, like, that was really sad. She can't say she doesn't know something that is an integral part of what she does for the country. And yes. she says we don't know about it? Come on. That was that was now, now Vasari, imagine to the uh, uh, small uh, scale, a uh, small entrepreneur. Who would benefit from it? If she doesn't know, the people who are supposed to be giving this information, she doesn't know. Imagine the person in Kasama, the person yeah. doing a small business in, in Solowezi. Imagine what is happening to them. Yeah. You, you mentioned Agoa, Bachad. Yeah. You mentioned Agoa. Yeah. One of the reasons why we failed to participate in a bomb Agoa, Agoa is our smallness. Yes, you cannot only produce 10 kgs of, of vegetables tomorrow and, 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 and you tell Costco, or oh, until next year. They don't want to talk to you. Imagine now My if brother. we can come together. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lesotho is producing some cabbage. This one, can we consolidate and be producing to Costco or to, or to Walmart? We can do it all year round in the new uh, arrangement. I'm passionate about this thing, Nathan, like uh, Bacharya said. Mm. We, as a radio, we should take this one off our own. Force our government to sign the ratification, ratify this thing, or else it's going to be very, very expensive. We also have the information. We also have the information, expertise, especially when when it comes to a GOA. We've talked about a GOA from time immemorial. And at the beginning of uh, Zambia Blog Talk Radio, even up to this point, and most likely throughout the future, if our brothers and sisters want to engage in a Goa, we can show them how to do it. The the beauty, Dr. Patrick, uh, with the Africa uh, free trade area, it is, uh, not just a few countries like Agoa, Zambia here, South yeah, Africa. Yeah, yeah. Now it is the entire continent. Now Agoa, America has to make one single yeah. agreement 
with the entire continent. Yes. Yes. So even some of us who cannot uh, who, who, who cannot fully uh, produce hundred percent to this, we can tell South Africa, hey, South Africa, at least we can produce some boats and nuts for your for your vehicles or whoever is producing cars. We can contribute yeah. some boats under the one Roger, agreement. Roger, Roger, even even importantly, even if I can't produce enough cabbage to supply to Costco. You know what? What about some of the little small neighborhood in my neighborhood? Uh, across I store in my neighborhood. That's my point. The little point. African shop yes. that is based on my, yes. my neighborhood here. I could send them exactly. products from Zambia as an individual. You know. I, 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 I will not about... need... Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just saying, talking about education, why we don't... Did you know that the guy in charge of the whole thing is Zambia, Mdenda Mutanga? He is mm. the guy who is the chairperson Syria. of the trade and things for AFCT, AFTA. So why can't we utilize our people who are in these places, man? Eh? We are talking to him next week, that one, Dr. Kajira. If you have any are you nice, I was hoping you would. He's Wonderful. here. Yeah, next next week. Them. This is why uh, tomorrow's show, Dr. Kajia, live will be with a journalist who is involved into this out of Ghana. He was giving me examples mm. of the quotas uh, uh, Nigeria imposes, say for instance, on 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 Ghana. How much alcohol there is this uh, alcohol they make in Ghana? They can only uh, export to Nigeria. Under this agreement, you cannot put any quota. You take all, yeah. as much as you want, and the other one will take as much as they want, just like the mm. Americans do. Just like so, the quotas we had to take our coffee to Nigeria, no more. But guess what? We have so, not created a fight. Yeah. So it's taking we away protectionism. Yeah, yeah. Taking away that. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yes. It's opening and, up. And, 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 and think about it, gentlemen, those listening, online, those uh, on the call, companies, you, this, 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 this uh, 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 monster will need a lot of help. If you continue, Dr. Kajira, on that uh, Akufo's uh, uh, submission, he says this thing will be driven by the private sector, mostly the private sector. It will need a lot of help from the private sector. We talked about the apps here. Why can't we create? I'm, I'm going to think about it. Maybe money will, will stop me. But I want to think about an app which will allow a Congolese to come into Zambia or any other uh, 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 person. Uh, and you, you record them. They are in Zambia. Why are we afraid of Congo? Whenever we, we have a problem, let, let, let's think of a solution. And today's uh, uh, world, apps are doing marvelous things. Why are we afraid of the Congolese? And yet, they are the largest trading partner of Zambia. It does not make any sense. Wakasonso, hmm. are you sleeping? Or what is happening? He's talking to, you, he's talking to President Lungo. <laughs> uh, Dr. Patrick, Dr. Patrick, I, I was um, uh, uh, but the warning has gone here. But um, 
just out of uh, your heart, your, your your wise heart, you give us here. How now the eleventh the eleventh province, um, especially on the African American side, uh, how can they? How can we involve them uh, to be part of this big, big, big thing which has which which, which has come online? Well, you know, you know what I'm going to start out with. I know we can help I know them. What you're going to we say. can <laughs> we can we can help them learn how to play chess as opposed to checkers. And the way you play chess is to learn how to write up a business plan. The best gift we can give to our brothers and sisters is to to help them help themselves with developing and writing up a business plan. Because with a business plan, you will begin to enter into the world of economics, the global community. That's the first step. From that step, we can move into a GOA. We can move into, quote, unquote, SEDEC. We can, we can move into helping and putting on the table different type of economic opportunities for our neighbors in the eight countries surrounding Zambia. Because you have to show example. When you show an example of what and how you can become economically empowered by developing business plans, then our brothers and sisters in the eight surrounding countries will do likewise. The reason why the diaspora is so powerful and so potent is because we have the tools and we could share these tools with our brothers and sisters, not dictate the tools to our brothers and sisters, but share. And once we share, the community can expand. So we can serve as advisors. And once we serve like at, and, and are accepted as advisors, then our global community will take off. I like that, Dr. Patrick. When we talk about the, the tools, uh, Nathan, um, remember back in the day of my first time to go out of Zander, go to school in the UK, I had to make an application. So I traveled from Kitwe to Lusaka to go and uh, uh, do a research of some schools in the, in the UK to the, from the British Council. I found a school, uh, got into the bus back to Kidwe. That is a four-hour journey, Dr. Patrick, just to go and look for a, for, for a school. Then I found someone with a, lot, uh, with a typewriter. I don't know if Nathan is old enough to remember typewriters. So <laughs> someone typed on the application application form uh, for me to go to that school. Then I went to the post office and, and, and posted my letter. Then every day I was at the post office opening the, the box, uh, the mailbox, to check if uh, the reply has come. Every day I was going to the post office. Every day, every day. It took me about a month uh, when, I, when I got that. If I needed... If I needed a, uh, to ask a question which required uh, a quick answer, uh, Nathan, I had to go to Mr. Mwansan. 
uh, who could make a phone call for me because he worked for ZCCM, uh, they would absorb mm. the cost of the phone call. You could not make a phone call in my house using the lottery phone because the bill, when it comes, my uncle will ask where this UK number is and they what happens. They communicate you from the family. And they will be among us. In short, what Dr. Patrick is saying, we have the tools. We have WhatsApp today. In minutes, the Zambian can call you and you can talk. You can even put them on hold for 10 minutes and then you go back to them to talk to them. Our, 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 our internet, Dr. Kajira, is on, on speed. We just click. We, we, we are there. We don't even need the post office to wait for us. What is, what is our excuse? I got carried away. The show is over. I've just been told 90 seconds, so I have to end. But anyway, <laughs> we'll continue, especially Nathan, we who are on this uh, platform, we have to find our niche, find the areas. Uh, to go back to Dr. Patrick in the districts uh, to talk to the people about this new uh, thing, new thing, baby, they are calling it, others are calling it baby, uh, that we can do more. That way we can put pressure on our government to sign on this. Yes, we are still babies. We don't have, uh, yeah, those plants are still opening in dollar. They can start producing life by tomorrow if we want to. Have a good weekend, everyone. Uh, something exciting is happening, so join me tomorrow if you have a chance. Enjoy your weekend. <laughs>